This audio is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton. You're listening to Marketing Matters on Business Radio, powered by the Wharton School. Welcome back, and I love that music. <laughs> it's announcing, it's going along with the announcement of my book, yeah. which is coming You're out. You're beaming with pride I'm and so smiling proud. just yes. ear to ear, Barbara. <laughs> we love it. So nice. The new book's coming out yeah. on June 12th. It's nice. available for pre-order. It's called The Shopping Revolution. And a big part of that book is studying Amazon, and our next guest is going to talk a lot about next uh, Amazon and how he's competing. And I have some hypotheses about how you're competing. So I'm very curious to see if I'm right. Nice. <laughs> Me too. <Yeah. laughs> well, welcome back. I'm just to tell you who I am. I'm Barbara Kahn. I'm professor of marketing. I'm author of The Shopping Revolution. Yes. Um, I'm here at Wharton with my co-host and fellow marketing professor, Americus Reed. Pleasure to be here. And this is Marketing Matters on Sirius XM Business Radio, powered by the Wharton School on Sirius XM 111. And our guest, with us here in the studio. In the studio, as it were. We're so excited. Yes, really nice to have somebody to see and talk to. Uh, Not that you guys can see and talk (laughs) to them, but we can. But you can can call in and talk to us. Yes, exactly. exactly. Much more easily, because then we can see who's talking. But who's sitting with us in the studio is Chris Malone. He's the chief marketing officer of ShopRunner. And he's been with ShopRunner, you said, a year, right? Basically a year, yes. But ShopRunner's been around for seven years. It, it has been around for seven years. Um, and it started right right here uh, locally in um, Conshohocken, Pennsylvania. And now we have offices oh. in still in Conchi and also in Chicago, Illinois. And what, was there anything to the local... Why did it start here? Is that just coincidence? Uh, It was was born out of GSI Commerce, which uh, Michael Rubin started um, and ultimately sold to eBay. Some other uh, sister companies of ours are uh, Rulala and uh, Fanatics as well. Are they started here too? They are all uh, started here. Exactly. A hotbed of. uh, Wow. Isn't that awesome? That's fantastic. Another great thing about our fair city. That's right. There you go. Well, tell us what ShopRunner is. Yeah. So. ShopRunner is uh, for consumers. Um, it's most analogous to Prime. So I know we're going to talk about Amazon a lot today. Mm-hmm. Um, but what ShopRunner is all about is a few things. Free two-day shipping um, on sites that aren't Amazon. So some of our partners are Neiman Marcus, Saks, I noticed Ann a lot Taylor. of luxury, big brands, fashion brands. Exactly. So um, a lot of apparel brands in the luxury space, um, but also – also, other um, parts of the market. So, Express is a partner of ours. Chico's American just... Eagle, Chico's, mm-hmm. um, and so with ShopRunner, you get free two-day shipping and free returns. Um, free returns, very simple. Um, I like to compare it to Zappos. So, uh, our return process is: you print a label, you put it on the box, you send it back, um, and those returns are free, where at some of our retailers, they do charge fees for returns, so it's a nice benefit for consumers. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the other piece of our Valprop is around seamless checkout. Um, And so um, really, that's that's a lot like um, the Amazon experience, but it follows you wherever you are. So you're going to have your credit card credentials stored. 
Um, you're not so going to need to re-enter that information. Now, is that just online or in physical stores, too, that you could do Only that? online. Oh, it's still uh-huh. it's online. So all of this shopping is going on online, yes. but at these websites of all of these independent retailers. Exactly. Yes. And I think um, – so really what we're trying to do is uh, promote the concept of choice in e-commerce, right? Mm-hmm. So there's, there's an expectation that consumers have around two-day shipping, ease of checkout. Absolutely. And there's no reason that Amazon should be the only place that you get that, right? <laughs> right. And we, we just believe you should be able to shop all the, all the places that you love to shop um, and get that same experience. So you're just a platform, right? You don't hold the inventory. Each of these retailers hold the inventory. Or you're a marketplace, I guess people talk about it. Correct. And do you compete with any of your brands on your platform? Uh, we don't compete with any of our brands. So we, we are a partner in the truest sense of the word. Mm. Um, we do things for our retailers. So I talked a little bit about the consumer Valprop. For our retailers, you know, there's we see all sorts of shopping data. Um, and if you're a retailer who sells on Amazon, you're not going to get all of the data right. that, mm-hmm. that Amazon has. Mm-hmm. Amazon's going to hold on to that. That's that's part of what they view as proprietary to them. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't we don't view it that way at all. We share openly um, with the retailers in our network, um, wherever we can. Um, and and we you don't also, compete. Amazon competes. Amazon competes exactly. Uh, the other thing we do is help our retailers help our retailers in other ways. So we have the we have the consumer Valprop, which is going to bring new customers to them. The, the customers in our network, we're going to introduce them to retailers that they wouldn't otherwise find. Um, but we're also doing things like uh, launching functionality on their website that they don't have the time or the resources to deploy, right? So everybody's uh, – the retail space is chaotic. Everybody has many things that they're trying to get accomplished. Um, and there are, there are just some basic things that some retailers don't have. For example, not everyone has a cart abandonment solution, right? Mm-hmm. You would think – it's 2018. <laughs> Everybody's got some cart abandonment tool. <laughs> right. um, it's just not the case. Oh. And so once you integrate with us, mm-hmm. we're able to do oh, things for you like, hey, we can just turn on this cart abandonment tool if you want it. Mm-hmm. Um, and many of our retailers take us up on that. And that's another way that we can just and add to be fair, value. Um, if you sell that's an Amazon platform, they can do those kind of things through AWS and through those kinds of things. But you don't ha- own your data there. Um, and right. you're saying that you're letting the data go. Um, and Amazon will compete. They And Amazon has famously said they want to destroy prints. You know, they're trying to make yeah. – now they're changing a little bit on that. But mm. they had said, you know, your margin is my opportunity mm-hmm. and they want to lower the price. And I assume you don't have that same philosophy and that's why a lot of brands want to sell on your platform. Absolutely. I think uh, many brands don't want to join Amazon just for that for that reason. It's um, very clearly a competitor in some cases. And, and for some folks, it makes sense like – um, for Nike, I think it's made sense. Well, um, Nike's powerful enough. It's not like it's one of the biggest brands in the world, so they can have a little bit more clout in dealing with Amazon than some of the retailers that might be on your platform, right? That's right. But um, the, many of the retailers on our platform have a adversarial relationship right. or uh, at least – uh, at yeah. best, a frenemy relationship with <laughs> frenemy. Amazon, right, right, and and they don't want to they don't want to go there. And we give them um, basically tools to not 
not take that plunge. Right. So then that, to me, adds to your customer value proposition because then if they have a brand they love and they want to buy it online and they want the convenience online, Mm -hmm. those brands are not going to go on Amazon if they can help it because Mm. Amazon could destroy their business, but you support their business. Exactly. So you can bring these people who have this brand desire to your platform. Absolutely. And we can give those consumers the experience they expect, right? So Mm -hmm. the reason everyone shops on Amazon is because it's a great experience Mm -hmm. in certain ways, Mm -hmm. I would say, right? So Certainly frictionless, right? It's frictionless. The checkout is is very easy. Mm -hmm. Um, One one click shopping. One Mm -hmm. click shopping. um, And you you know your package comes super fast mm-hmm. for some people that's the baseline mm-hmm. right but i think there are things they don't do as well okay um also like if you just look at our retailers neiman marcus um Saks, th- they have a certain cachet to the brand and they want that customer experience yeah and they want they want to feel um they want to feel taken care of. They want the experience to feel premium. Mm. Um, they want some, on some level, curation of, hey, what's in style? What's um, what is appealing to me? I know that if I shop at Saks, I'm going to find something I like. Right. The hard part on Amazon is Amazon is a marketplace for everything right. under the and sun. And they say all of that's up to the brand. They don't help with that at all. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so it's just it's more of a fishing expedition. Right. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't feel um, it doesn't feel as premium. Right. So very similar to what Walmart is up to. Like both of both of those players, I, I think, are now really Walmart's con- doing something a little bit different with Jet, you know, and they yeah. have the new Jet Black. So they're that's hmm. probably competing. Well, that's a slightly different model than your model, but that they're trying to compete a little bit more on the brand side. Yeah, I like um, some of what I've seen. From, from Jet Black, definitely some innovation there. Um, I think the big thing for, for me and for us is really the choice, right? It's shopping should be fun. Mm. Right. Um, at least I think it should be. And if there's, if there's two or three options in the world right. for my shopping experience right. online, um, to me, that's not fun. It's, it's, it's okay. I'll find what I want, but, but it really just, not a not a diversity of experience that that I want to have. We're talking to Chris Malone. He's the chief marketing officer of ShopRunner, which is a market pla- platform that uh, has a lot of retail uh, and apparel brands on it. One of the other thing, and it kind of competes with Amazon Prime. Only that there's some brands that you say overlap, but yeah. I imagine there are a lot of brands that are different. One of the things that I also am curious about is one of the advantages of Amazon Prime is that they interact with the consumer very often, several times a day. There are a lot of touch points. Most of the retailers that you're dealing with, they don't have that many touch points with each consumer. But if you put them all together on a platform, then you're aggregating the touch points. So do you share some of that customer data? How does all of that work? Yeah, we do. um, I think that's... Uh, very insightful, and I think that is one of our Val props. Um, one thing I would say, first and foremost, is um, we don't. I, I wouldn't view us as directly competing against Amazon Prime. I would say, in many cases, we're complementary to them. Right. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, most Shoprunner members are people who care about convenient, seamless, 
shopping with two-day free shipping. Mm-hmm. Those are those are prime customers as so well. So do you know the percentage of your customers that are also prime? I don't know it off the top of my head, but it is definitely high. High. <laughs> it is certainly higher than 70%. I would oh, guess. wow. It's very and, high. And what is your customer acquisition strategy? How do you acquire these customers? Uh, great question. So um, we, we have um, some major partnerships, um, and that's a big part of our acquisition strategy. So um, American Express and MasterCard um, – Offer ShopRunner as a benefit to their card members. Oh, that's right. I read about that. So, I know. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I saw somebody from your company that was talking about that. That's right. That's great. Right. Um, hopefully, uh, <laughs> hopefully you like keep the talking talk. about it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep spreading the word. I forgot about that. I'll keep that's... it going. Yeah. Um, so, so the. Um, the retail value of a ShopRunner membership is $79 per year. Um, many of our members, though, get the membership via the American Express relationship or the MasterCard relationship. Interesting. Interesting. Um, and both of those organizations do uh, marketing on our behalf. Uh, in the case of MasterCard, it's more like the issuers themselves, like Citibank, for example, who's doing that marketing. Mm-hmm. Um but their card members love the benefit. Mm. It's, of course. It's one of those things it's that – a nice synergy. Of yeah. course, it's yeah. – it, you get something that's $79. You get that for free. Yeah. Um, and once you use the experience, uh, you really like it. And you're like, wow, I didn't know about this. Um, mm-hmm. This thing feels a lot like the prime experience that I love. Nice, nice. Um, and so they do They do a lot of marketing on our behalf. Gotcha. And just to, to jump in, Chris – uh, is, uh, uh, you know, when someone is marketing on your behalf, yeah. The, uh, what are the cha- are there challenges with respect to making sure that they're doing? I mean, do you guys have full co- say over this is how you're going to do this, and how does this work? We do. Um, we have a we have a deep relationship with, with mm-hmm. those organizations. So we we're meeting with them all the time. We're talking about what are we going to do, and there's there's benefits to them as well, mm-hmm. right? So obviously, if you um, the, the biggest benefit is the consumer perception of I got this free mm-hmm. because I'm an American Express card. Yes. Member, right? Yes. yes. But well, the, I have American Express. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Where, where's my ShopRunner? ShopRunner.com <laughs> forward slash American Express. You can sign up immediately <laughs> after the go. show. That's right. <laughs> uh, you'll see it if you bank online as well. Okay. You'll see uh, okay, advertising I that I know you will now. I guess I will now say yes. <laughs> <laughs> now it's salient. Yeah, that's amazing. Wow, that's I mean, that's a, a great, great that's a great, a great strategy. Yeah. I mean, um, so, so that's one piece of our strategy, and the other piece is the retailers themselves um, have placements on their website where they promote ShopRunner, mm-hmm. and you can sign up a variety of ways. But then you do pay the $79. You don't. Oh, even um, then. There, there are other incentives. So one of the incentives is spend a certain amount today. So that could be $600 at Nima Marcus, and we'll give you a free ShopRunner membership for free. Wow. Um, or you can sign up with the American Express option there also. So those are those are two big marketing avenues for us. And then there's obviously... Um, more traditional marketing, we would do like paid paid search and display and gotcha. affiliate marketing, mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. So let me go back. That was a great question, customer acquisition. So now we got the, the acquisition. Now for customer retention, mm-hmm. what yes. you want to do is aggregate this data. So how does that work? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're Because the advantage is you're getting more touch points across all of these retailers, but I don't know if they kind of compete with each other. Do they want to share the data? How does all of that work? Yeah, I think um, 
In some cases, yes. Um, and, and in some cases, no, frankly, right? So there's not – I wouldn't say um, there's a lot of customer-specific data that is shared. Um, obviously, we have a privacy policy and we take that that very seriously. I think there there are places where the retailer wants specific insights. I'll give you an example. Um, let's say it's holiday season and you are a high-end retailer and you notice that your sales are down 10% so far in November. Um, we have a partner dashboard that you can look at and sort of benchmark yourself oh. against oh. like retailers, oh. right? So it's, hey, is this just us? Gotcha. Is this, Everybody the, down. Is this a, yeah. a macro factor of mm-hmm. the economy right now? Um, and you don't have to wait until the end of holiday season to see what's happening. Oh, that's mm-hmm. great. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so those are scenarios where we're aggregating data and sharing it back. Uh, but it's more like benchmarking data and so that you can't tell whose data is what. So the yeah. anonymity, both yeah. from the customer point of view and from the retailer point of view. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and certainly we're not sharing specific – we're not sharing Barbara's data mm-hmm. with um, – Across retailers without her consent. We yeah, I mean, what do you that. think this is? Like Facebook? <laughs> yeah, Jesus. it's not a Facebook scenario at all. <laughs> so they just in Europe they just passed the General Data Protection Regulation Act, and yeah. I, I know I'm I'm on the board of a biotech firm, and it has implications all the way. Even though it's just in Europe, people are kind of taking those rules and regulations and uh, assuming it's going to go global pretty soon anyway. Yeah. Um, have you been? I mean, I'm sure you've. How about much of your business is international anyway? Zero percent uh, is oh, international. Right. So, but um, much to your point, we are we are certainly looking at um, what's going on with the GDPR um, legislation and preparing for that here. Um, and does it make a big difference? I mean, I guess what the two things are is you're allowed to see your data, and if you want it wiped clean, hmm. yep, you you can say wipe my data clean, and then you have to. Prove to them that you wiped it clean. I, I, that's what I heard was kind of the hard part. Yeah, it's. I think the proof would be the tricky part. Absolutely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Interesting. But do you also provide for your on the re, on the value prop for the retail side? Do you also provide services about helping them with the data, or is that you just hand it oh, over? Or? Oh, absolutely. Um, so we have um, it, the data is. Um, really interesting in terms of what the shopping behavior is that we're driving, right? Mm-hmm. So we're obviously talking about things like what do the shop runner customers look like on your site? What are they doing? How does that compare to other places? Like in your store or something like that? Yeah, either in the store or um, on other merchant sites. So things like what's the purchase frequency on your site for somebody who signs up for, for ShopRunner here, right? So is that two times a year, three times a year, four times a year? That varies mm-hmm. um, by retailer. So we have all this data and we're able to really talk about the ValProp that mm-hmm. we provide to the retailer themselves. That's that's most of what we're doing in the numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then and in, in turn, they make a better experience for the customer. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And generally, our the profile of a ShopRunner customer on their, on any of our partner sites is is it's a better customer, mm-hmm. right? It's better in terms of shops more more affluent. Yep, the average order values are going to be a little bit higher. The frequency is going to be higher. Um, in many cases, uh, one of the big things that we bring is is new to file. Um, just people that are in the network who maybe weren't shopping at your site, mm-hmm. getting them to go there. We we do marketing on behalf of the retailers. Um, that's part of the. Th- part of the ValProp that we provide to them as well. So we're doing email marketing. 
um, you know, everything you might expect. Um, and and for some for some brands, it's really huge. Mm-hmm. If you think about a, a smaller brand like um, White and Warren, they mm-hmm. sell mm-hmm. high end cashmere sweaters, right? right? Mm-hmm. Um, they're getting exposed to a bunch of people that shop, you know, elsewhere in the high end fashion area that may not even know they exist in the world. Um, and so when you when you send an email campaign on their behalf, if it's a product that resonates, uh, there can be a really nice pop in sales for them. So um, the person who you, you're the chief marketing officer, but the person who founded the company, what can you talk a little bit about his original motivation for where he came from and his motivation for founding the company? Um, like, what's your brand narrative is what, kind of what I'm asking. What's the brand <laughs> narrative? I think um, yeah, right. uh, I'm speaking a little out of turn here, so forgive me. <laughs> oh, that's fine. It's just America's <laughs> Forgive me. If we're all friends here, Chris. Don't worry about it. Forgive, it's all good, man. Forgive me if I'm uh, off base here. Um, but, I, but I think, um, you know, Michael Rubin, he founded uh, GSI. He sold that um, to eBay. And then he bought back some assets. And Chopper was one of the assets. And I think, um, honestly, he wanted to compete probably with Amazon at that so time. So that was part of his and that motivation. Was, that was part of the motivation. Mm-hmm. Like, let's let's have some let's, choice. And, and and Amazon, it wasn't at the time. It wasn't um, Amazon wasn't the Goliath that it is. But he saw. He knew that was. He coming. saw it coming. I think he saw it coming. He's a visionary e-commerce uh, guy. Generally, so um, he—I think he sees most things before they come. Um, but it, what's what's really interesting about it to me is even seven years later, um, after the founding of the company, when Amazon is is the huge entity that it is, um, we're still able to bring people in who are crazy enough, like myself, <laughs> to say, "Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Kind of take this on. Like yeah, this is this challenge. is a fun challenge." Yeah. And, but I and, think that you know, good positioning and Amazon is good at positioning yeah. means you make choices of what you do do and what you don't do. That's and right. Amazon makes it easy and low cost. They don't really make it fun. They mm-hmm. make it simple, right. easy, right. you know, like that, practical. Mm-hmm. So there, and you say yours is fun, you know, and you it have is. brands and things like that, I think there's a real niche for that. That mm-hmm. is one of the theses of my new book, The Shopping Revolution, yeah. <laughs> that there are places mm-hmm. in the world for different different kind of consumers are going to value that. Yeah. So you really have to do a good job at making the shopping experience fun, having really cool brands that they can buy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think um, for us, we're I would say we're just getting started. So, so right in that vein of making it fun and having something great that Amazon's not doing. We're working on um, new products all the time. We're going to launch a mobile app this year that's oh. all about fashion discovery. Oh. Um, so content? Yeah, it, content, but also l- literally you can purchase um, and get free so two-day shipping. So how are you going to do that? Because like Net-A-Porter is kind of like a magazine content. Thing. And then some of the other ones are kind of like treasure hunt kind of things where you get to search around and which way are you going to do it? Or, or, I think or it's a third way. <laughs> I think it's a little bit a mixture of all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully it's not so much of a treasure hunt. <laughs> you know, I think for us um, – the data is such an asset, and this is a spot where we don't have to share any data. We have the data about all of the places that people shop in our network, 
and we can do things with personalization and recommendations, um, leveraging AI like everyone else these days, mm-hmm. to really create something cool and engaging for you that you find highly relevant. Um, and, and what's great about, I think, the mobile app space is, you just mentioned Net-A-Porte. There are a couple of other good shopping apps out there. I would say good. I don't think great. Um, and few of our brands have an app. Right. Right. Oh, so so right. Um, it's just not a place they've chosen to invest. So in many ways, um, hopefully – they find it valuable that we have chosen to make that investment. We can create something really cool and bring that to consumers. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, because you can't have 25 different, you know, 50 different retail apps on your phone. It's just right. ridiculous. No. Right. So you're going to right. Yeah, right. right. So you need, if you get one that has all those brands on it, that's, exactly. you know, that you're gives done. you some kind of advantage. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And when and is this, I, when is this, what's, I don't know if you can even talk about this. This might be like so It's uh, in the I, works. I don't, I don't even know if I'm authorized to talk about it. <laughs> no. Uh, Allegedly, there, uh, 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 the Eagle would, has landed. I would say uh, in time for holiday season this uh, year. Good, good timing. That's good fantastic. time. Are you doing anything with augmented reality or mm. virtual reality, anything yeah. like that? Uh, w- it's not a big focus for us, okay. either of those, candidly. Okay. Um, okay. We are a little more focused in, in the AI space and how we bring recommendations to light. Like that just feels like a better core skill set for us. Yeah. Obviously, we are um, opportunistic on those things. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say there, there is one other thing I would talk about that we're up to that's more um, more – in store, mm-hmm. so we've talked a lot about e-commerce um, generally. But one of our one of our partners um, in New York uh, has a presence there. I can't I can't I'm not authorized to talk about who that partner is. But okay. Okay. Um, the experience we're trying to create, uh, I think we would create for any of our partners, and it's really about convenience when you're in a physical store. And so um, what we're testing is mm. um, a way to unburden shoppers in Manhattan. So you go in, you go in, you buy three pairs of shoes, as some people like to do mm-hmm. at once, mm-hmm. uh, and you don't want to carry those around right. all day. You to, I was you're a tourist. You're a have them deliver. Or you're just going to work. Uh, we'll deliver them, um, you know, to wherever you are, your hotel, your apartment, etc. So early stages of a pilot, but we're really excited about that. I was wondering if you could do the frictionless cash out on your phone in a physical store. So you kind of use the store as a showroom, but you're actually shopping online. Oh, that's interesting. Um, That's an interesting It's an emerging trend. Okay. Um, At least that I think uh, many people are are playing around with trying to get the innovation right there. Yeah, because a lot, that's a lot. One of the trends is these stores are turning into showrooms and Uh people talk about the digitally native, here we go again, young consumers, they shop like a showroom everywhere. Yeah. They're so used to – they don't want to carry anything around. And That's it can right. be delivered. I see it. It's in the store. I go to my phone. And, and you're a natural for doing that. You yeah. should be in a really good position to have that. Wow. Yeah. I think it, it, it'll be something that we're investigating. Actually, when I was in – I was in banking before uh, this and I was at Barclays. And this is something that we experimented with in both the U.S. and the U.K. We called it grab and go. Mm-hmm. And it was basically you walk into a restaurant, cafeteria, whatever – you grab a sandwich and you just walk out. Right. Which is what Amazon Which is, calls it. Just walk out. Yeah. yeah right. It's just awesome. Yeah. Right. Um, right. And, and we're, I think we're going to get there very fast just in general. The technology is going to be – I mean Amazon's doing that. Apparently they do a lot of that in China. I don't know if you've been over to see Chinese retail. I have not. But uh, I've been told Chinese retail is kind of – we have the sizzle but they have the technology. They have, mm-hmm. They've cracked it a little more. Yeah. The only thing I worry about there personally is um, – 
just human interaction. Yeah. Like at some point, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. at some point, it's all gone. Yeah, right. right. It's like, right. oh, I, okay, I just take my phone and I just walk around the world. That's I don't right. even have to I don't see to a human. But that's see, right. Like, I can I just get that all that of this that's stuff. Not the case. That's what people like to go in the physical store for the interaction, yeah. the social interaction, to touch and feel. Mm-hmm. But they want the convenience of oh, that's online. That's really interesting. That hybrid so, like, combination. To put it together. Yeah. You know, and and again, you don't want a hundred different apps. It only works if you have the apps. Right. You have one app that consolidates all these retail experiences. That's going to be cool. Yeah. It's a great advantage. I think it's a great model. I agree. I hate waiting in line in a retail store. Oh, yeah. So there's, nothing, like the worst part. there's nothing worse than that yes. after you've been it's like conditioned. That, that old thing we used to return videos and have to rewind oh, them. Remember that? <laughs> no. Those, those old days? Yeah. I know You're Netflix killed me. all How that, but I'm just saying. That? Like, why do I have to? Can't you rewind it? <laughs> yeah. I remember that, too. <laughs> <laughs> you have a machine for that. Know, why right? do I have to? Exactly. Exactly. Well, Chris Malone, thank you so much for coming on the show tonight. It's great to have you here in the studio with us. Thank you. It was a pleasure to be here. We appreciate it. And you'll find more about Chris and ShopRunner. I'm going to go sign up. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> please do. That's awesome. At ShopRunner.com mm-hmm. or follow them on Twitter at ShopRunner. When we come back, we'll have Brad Grossman, the CEO of Zeitguide, and we'll continue our discussion about Amazon and how different businesses are keeping pace. That and your calls right after this on Marketing Matters Business Radio, powered by Wharton on Sirius XM 111. For more guest interviews, check out our Wharton Business Radio Highlights podcast on iTunes and Google Play. 